Welcome to our Panini. This is sorry to have the best. We're learning about matzah. We are just before um, Shri Shal Pesach when Pesach is coming to a culmination, but actually the theme, the the energy, the the kayak of Pesach shifts over from the past to the future. Now they're doing a whole project, um, the 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 holiday of the future or something like that. So we switch into and between Shri Shal Pesach and Akron Shal Pesach, in a way, Shri Shal Pesach is a commemoration of um, when we walk through the Yamsuf and the miracles, and and it's um it's a time when we usher in uh, we usher in the whole energy of what Pesach is all about, and then we move into Mashiach Day. So what is the whole energy of Pesach all about? And this is all going to be, we're learning about matzah. It's all exemplified by the matzah. When we come out of the, when we go through the Pesach Seder, and when we came out of Mitzrayim, this is a bit of a review of the first audio, there we were in the land of Mitzrayim, and Paro's, as we said, Paro's conversation is, the laws of nature run your run the world and and run your life. And you need to take you need to take that seriously. And at the same which is not true, but he said, not only am I telling you it's true, but I'm telling you that I will do everything that I need to do to purge you of your old attitude. You Jews, you B'nai Israel, even though you came into my land only as seventy people, but you came in with this mindset that I was determined to eradicate. And what is your mindset? That Hashem runs the world and everything is by Shachapratis, everything is by divine, individual divine providence. And therefore, your mindset was, the laws of nature somehow are used by us here and there. But they're not really what rules, what runs our world. That's what you Jews said. You, B'nai Yisrael, said. And I, Paro, took it upon myself to purge you of that attitude. I want you to believe what we in Mitzrayim believe. This is what Paro said. We in Mitzrayim believe that the laws of nature reign supreme. That's why it's called, you know, and there are limitations to the laws of nature. The laws of nature, some of the limitations are, as we always say, an elephant is an elephant and it's not, it's not, it's not a, um, not a car. And a car is a car and a car is not a peanut butter sandwich. And a peanut butter sandwich, you know, if you're if you're hungry, if you're hungry, you eat uh, you eat chicken and and potatoes. But doesn't but you but you, it doesn't help you to have a car, or it doesn't help you to have a chair because you can't eat a chair. These are one of the this is one of the limitations of nature. A chair is for sitting. That's its limitation. It's not for eating. You don't eat a chair. And Chicken and potatoes are for eating, and you can't sit on them. Because nature has its rules. So I, Paro, am the king of this land, Mitzrayim, of the limitations of nature. And we believe that, you know, that we see that the Nile River overflows, makes everything fertile, and therefore we have become very wealthy. And therefore, we worship the laws of nature. And we aren't just satisfied with worshiping the laws of nature. We want you, B'nai Yisrael, you Jews, to worship the laws of nature as well. 
And if, and if you don't, we will make sure you do. We have ways to convince you. So you will become our slaves until you finally give into this mindset. Now, at the same time, in Paro's palace, Hashem created the Rafu'a before the Maka, was born Maishu Rabbeinu. And Maishu Rabbeinu said, no, 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 no. That's completely wrong. Hashem runs our lives by Hashkacha Pratis, individual Hashkacha Pratis. So, therefore, it, you could say in a way it was sort of a battle. Paro trying to keep us away from Maishu Rabbeinu, and Maishu Rabbeinu, so to speak, trying to purge us of the attitude of, of Paro. This enslavement, Paro was so successful that this enslavement to his approach was so strong and so powerful that we couldn't do it ourselves. Hashem had to pull us out of that place. Led by Mashrubin. Just take us out of that place, out of the bad influence, the, the poison influence, the deadly influence of Paro and the enslavement to him. So every year, when we eat the masa, this is what's happening. We fall into feeling because we because the laws of nature are there and we do use them and we need them, we we keep subtly falling into the slavery to the laws of nature, to believing that that's what rule, rules the world. And when it comes to Shvisha Pesach, here was the core to core culture confrontation, as I once heard it called. What does that mean? If you run away from the triumph, and all of a sudden you're facing a sea, so the water is in front of you, and the army of Paro is behind you, the enemy is behind you, so you can't turn back. The sea is in front of you, so you can't go forward. And there's no place to go. Then... If you rely on the laws of nature, you suddenly realize you bought into, you invested in the wrong stock. Because at this moment, with the enemy behind you and the sea in front of you, the laws of nature ain't going to help you. They're not going to help you. And at that moment, you realize you have invested your life in the wrong stock the wrong currency called the laws of nature. Because anything that when push comes to shove cannot be there to save you at the crucial moment is not truth. And sometimes the only way to find out if something is truth or not is to face that crucial moment and then you realize, you know, they say now you find out who your friends are and who they are or not, now we found out that the laws of nature were never our friends. That's what Meshur Dana was trying to tell us all the time. That's what Paro was trying to convince us, they are your friends. And we found out he was lying. We can't trust him. We can only trust Hashem and Meshur Dana. The Amina B'Meshur of Meshur Avdeh. So what are you going to do now that you're relying on the laws of nature? 
It's Shishal Pesach, right? We left Mitzrayim. What are you going to do? Now we switch frequencies to the real frequency. The laws of nature never kept you safe. But Hashem will keep you safe. So you say, Hashem, what do you want me to do? And Nachshon ben Aminadav knew one thing. Hashem told us that we have to go to Harsinai. And it's on the other side of this sea. Since the laws of nature just anyway sold us down the, t- down the drain, the stocks went down to zero. But Hashem, Hashem's stocks never go down to zero, God forbid. And we know one thing. We, have, we are here at this moment for one reason and one reason alone. To get to Harsinai somewhere there on the other side of the sea. So what should you do? There's only one solution. Vayisa'u. Move forward. Move forward? If you move forward, you're going to end up in the water. Well, according to the laws of nature, uh, it's not too much of a, not too much time to survive in the water, God forbid. But we just realized, we just decided the stocks on the laws of nature went down to zero anyway. They, they never kept us safe. Who, what do we need them for? Throw them away. They were never our friends. Hashem is our friend. Hashem will not, will not for, uh, forsake us. Go forward. And he went forward. And at that, that moment, we all know, boom. He split. A miracle happened. So that's Shvisha Pesach. And then that brings us into the revelation of Mashiach. So we're just going to finish talking about, in this mimer, about matzah. The experience of eating matzah at the Pesach Seder, and then Bechlal throughout that, and then eating matzah on the last day of Pesach, this brings us into that dichotomy. That fills us up with the ability to throw away our investment stocks in the laws of nature and step into a full lifestyle through the masa in which we live our lives according to Hashem's specific dictates and nothing nothing more, nothing less. Okay. It all comes through the matzah. So we're just going to finish this little part of the mimer. This is the mimer matzah zu tafshimimtev. So something that we have to understand. I mean, there are two kinds of matzahs. There's the matzah that was before chatzis, which was a command. And then there was the matzah after chatzis, which came in a different way. We We didn't... We didn't have time to bake our bread, so it became matzahs. But there's one kind of, um, what's matzah? It's das. It takes you to a recognition of truth and a recognition of God and your relationship with God. And an amuna and a trust in that and a reliance on that is very powerful. So there's that whole relationship and that whole dynamic happening before Hashem reveals himself to you. And then there's after Hashem reveals himself to you. It's a very different level of relationship. So, what is the question here? 
we say masazu sha'anu aichim alshum ma. This masa that we eat, why do we eat it? Alshum shalahi speak the tekel shabbosein alahachmit. So the the what says in the chumash, why do we eat the masa? Because the dough on our backs didn't have a chance to become chametz stick. Mm. But the masa that we eat, that was before matan That was one time. That was one time. We never again, one of the things we do not do for Pesach is walk out in the hot sun with dough on our back and make sure it doesn't bake right. We don't do that. It was once, never to be again. So since matan why do we eat matzah? There's a mila in the Avaida and a mila in doing the mitzvah. So there's a mila to both kind of, of matzahs. And in this, matzah that comes after it's just strange. This matzah, what we described, switches our, enables us to switch our frequency from, yeah, the laws of nature run my, my life to Hashem runs my life in every detail and don't be impressed by the laws of nature. If you, if you need to get to Harsina, you put your feet in the water and go straight and watch the miracles that happen. So it's very strange that the Chumash says we eat. Why doesn't the Chumash say that? We eat matzahs that change to switch frequencies. From nature to miracle. From nature to relying on Hashem. That's why we eat matzah. To upgrade our frequency from relying on the laws of nature to relying solely on Hashem. And using the laws of nature as needed. Take as needed. Right? Dispense as needed. As Hashem, as Hashem, and Hashem will direct us. Now do this and now do that. Now use this law of nature and use that one. Why doesn't it say mata that we eat is for the upgrade? It doesn't. The Chumash says the mata that we eat is because we had the dough on our backs and it couldn't become chametz stick. Ah. There's something in that energy. We're talking about a mata that just can't become chametz stick. The matzah before chatzah in the first year could become a chametz stick, and you had to guard it really carefully. The matzah afterwards, after Hashem revealed us, himself to us, that one could never become chametz. So, what does that mean? So, the explanation is, the mitzvah of talking about going out of Mitzrayim is to tell the Indian, is to tell the whole story of Yetis Mitzrayim, as it was then. We do. We tell the story as it happened then. And not only that, if Hashem hadn't taken us, our forefathers out of Mitzrayim, we would still be slaves to Paro. Right. In a sense, not only then, now. This is an upgrade that we can't do alone. Being enslaved to feeling that the laws of nature are what reign supreme is such a, creates such a strong pull that we can't disconnect ourselves fully from it. And therefore, Hashem has to come and, He has to come and take us out of Mitzrayim. He has to take us out of that constriction. He did it once. He does it every year. And He does it through the Mitzvah. Through the Mata. So, and if Hashem hadn't taken our forefathers out of Mitzrayim, and if He weren't to do it to us every single year, we would still, we would still be slaves to Paro. It says, 
Even the Hatsi or Kaddish Baruch Hu's Abbasin in Mitzrayim, etc., Mishubadim Hayinu Lefarbim Mitzrayim. We're not doing this one alone. Too hard. Upgrading the frequency we can't do on our own. We have to work. But we can't do the whole thing alone. And therefore now, especially in the night of Pesach, even though that experience, that, that event, 33333333 years ago, or however many years ago, when we came out of Mitzrayim, it's done. We did it. It happened. Or Hashem did it. And Matan Tyra happened. And this is all, so to speak, in the past. But we still have it on some level. And therefore, we say in the Haggadah, And so it says in the Haggadah, this matzah, why do, that, that we eat. Why are we eating it? Because our, forefather, our, our forefathers' dough could not become chametzdik until Hashem came and revealed himself. Meaning, the matzah that we ate before Hashem revealed himself, before Chasai, has, in addition to the maila of matzah before chasleis, the maila of avaita satachim. So we have now both. The, the maila of we do the work. If we're saying, we're not going to be able to get out of Bellas by ourselves, so wake me when it's over, wake me up when it's over. But Hashem says, no, no, no. I want the maila of your work. Like it was before Matan and I also, we have the Mila of, we did the work, we followed Hashem's command, when we eat matzah, we, all of that is embedded in that piece of matzah, our avayda. And at the same time, the Mila of the matzah, after chasleis, which was, um, Hashem put us in a state in which we simply couldn't become chamasik, because there was a revelation from above. That's what we're saying. Hashem himself comes along and he just finishes off the job. And so the matzah that we eat now has the the advantage that comes from matzah entire. Doing the mitzvah after matzah entire. In addition to this, and when we eat matzah, the mile of eating matzah on shvisha pesach, which is rishus, which is sort of, we don't have to, it's not a mitzvah, but it's a custom, so when we eat matzah at the at the seder, the eating of the matzah on Shvisha Pesach, which will be tonight, which is optional, is included, and that means we can understand that that whole mile of what's accomplished by eating the matzah, we get it even more together with the miraculous events that and the miraculous energy that comes into the world on Shvisha Pesach. The, the mile of matzah and miracles, all of that. So the eating of the matzah clearly makes us ready for those miracles. It's one thing if the miracles happen, the sea splits and we're like, oh my goodness, what is going on here? Let's get out of here and go back. So the, Hashem is ready to give us those miracles and he wants us to be ready to receive those miracles and the matzah helps us get there. And it's when we eat the matzah now on Shvisha Pesach, it's like the eating that will be in the future. The Yiratan. And especially, the Rebbe says here, finishing by giving tzedakah, and uh, the end of all the days of Pesach, which is Shvisha Pesach and Achron Pesach, and the end of all the days, 
On Achron Shor Pesach, you have the revelation of the Ha'ar of Mashiach, and that's why the Haftar of Achron Shor Pesach is about Bias Mashiach, which connecting that with Shemini Shor Pesach, because it says, Bayomahu Yosef Hashem, Shemini Siyat Yadav. Hashem will add, Lisnos Shar Ama Asher Yad, Shar Mizayim Mekonis. And so we will, we will all be gathered together in the remnants of our people that are in the seven places of Gullus, Usher, Mitzrayim, Shmini, Eayam, etc. In the Gullus of poverty, that's emotional and spiritual and physical poverty, the Gullus of wealth, emotional, physical and spiritual wealth. From all those Gullus, Hashem will gather his remnants and he will bring us to a Matavishal Shmini, a situation of eight. Situation of the Gulamitis Vashleman. And then we'll have the fulfillment, the Pashtus. And in all the details, in the Pneumis, Malaret Seyas Hashem Kamayim Liyam Achasim. And the earth will be filled with the knowledge of God as water fills the ocean bed. So as we eat this piece of masa, we want to be cognizant of the upgrade that it's creating in us. And with that, Masa in our hand, find ourselves in the Gula Mitzvah Shlema, and it should be immediately now.